listening to Broadway Geek, a new Broadway discussion podcast. Each episode, we'll discuss a different Broadway show, new songs or cast album releases, and everything that's new in Broadway. Thanks for listening, and please enjoy the show. Welcome to Broadway Geek. Welcome <laughs> We're <Broadway> doing. <laughs> We're doing something a little different today. We are not actually in the same room. Um, no, actually, who's but, this person that looks just like you? Um, is it a picture of me? Oh, yeah, that's it. It's a picture. Oh, it's a picture. Okay, so I thought it was a tiny person. <laughs> uh, should we change the name to Broadway Geeks since there's two of us? No. Okay, well, no, I, yeah, I mean, I, th- I thought of it as geek because we, like, geek out to yeah, Broadway. Yeah, and also, I think we're a little far in to, to start rebranding. I could just throw an S on there. Okay, um, if this is your first time listening, which I'm sorry if it is, <laughs> I'm Sarah. I'm Patton. And we are siblings who love Broadway. And this episode was supposed to be my brother's pick since I picked the last one, but I really, well, one, we were having a hard time figuring out what show to do. Right. And not that there's like no options. I think that there's too many options mm-hmm. and we're like, how do we narrow this down? Um, but I really wanted to do Schmigadoon. Which I'm going to say it like, I'm going to stress saying how, how I say it every time. Because <laughs> it's fun to say. Um, but I wanted to do Schmigadoon because it is relevant now. Because it just finished airing like um, very close to when we are recording this. Mm-hmm. And you just finished watching it, right? I you did. watched the whole thing. Okay, I watched the whole thing. Oh my gosh. So all in one go. Oh, oh really? Yeah. I watched it like um I mean I told you you could. I was like, yeah, it's really short and like you it's good and you don't really want to it's very binge-worthy hashtag. So since we're going to be talking about the whole series, obviously there will be spoilers if you haven't seen it. But I don't know why somebody would listen to this if they haven't watched it again. But it's on Apple TV, and it's only six episodes, and each episode is 30 minutes long. Um, So you can definitely – there's a free um, seven-day trial for Apple Mm -hmm. TV, so you can definitely bust that out um, really quick. And I really haven't heard anybody I know talk about Schmigadoon at all um i didn't see it like on any of my uh like people that i know and i know that you didn't know about it until i told you about it i didn't Um, know about it and i follow cecily strong on instagram yeah so that's actually how i found out about it was i follow aaron debate on instagram and like he would post like pictures or clips or the trailer or whatever and i was like what is this and um 
I don't know. I just kept seeing it come back up and I'm like, okay, that's a musical thing. And I haven't seen it. Like, why haven't I seen it? Um, so yeah, but I wanted to do the whole series in one or two episodes, mm-hmm. but I think it just, this might be just like a mini episode because my notes are just for the first episode, but they're nowhere near as long as they are for like a full ep- for like a full musical. So I think this will be a true mini episode. I, I hope. Yeah, and I think once we get once we go through it all, it'll end up being pretty much a whole musical. Right. Yeah, and I mean, I've spent five minutes just uh, like building it up. We haven't even, and then I'm going to spend probably another five minutes like building it up more so it'll once we get going I don't think it will be as long either um anyway if you haven't even heard of it Schmigadoon is an American musical comedy television series created by Cinco Paul which is like the coolest name Uh uh-huh and Ken Dario with music by Cinco Paul or music written music and lyrics by Cinco Paul mm-hmm. and I was like who are these people and so I looked up I don't know if you looked up but to see what else they had done mm-hmm. and it was like they did Horton Hears a Who yeah they did all the Despicable Me movies yeah and <laughs> it's like I don't know just I saw that too. I was like, out this person has a cool name, and they keep referring to him as if he's somebody we should know about. Yeah, and I mean, I, I mean, I, yeah, all the Despicable Me's, the Lorax, Secret Life of Pets. I was like, okay, I guess like I've seen he likes... Secret Life of Pets out of all those. Yeah, me too. But I'm like, I guess he likes musicals too. I guess. And it was also produced by Lauren Michaels, so. I'm thinking that's why there's some Saturday Live people in it. Yeah, I will say that that's not always the, that's not always a sign of quality, but but this but was this was yeah. So I think it's pretty obvious from the title that it's a parody, whether you know anything about mu- musicals or not, just because it's just a pretty nonsensical word, but. Most of the characters and elements of the show are based on The Music Man, Sound of Music, and a couple of others like um, Carousel and Oklahoma. And there is a 1940s musical called Brigadoon, which is where the what the title is a play on, play what? off of. I, I, I actually looked that up, but I'll watch oh. surprised. Oh, <laughs> thank you for. <laughs> Um, humoring me. That's why I'm here. So the cast is pretty insane as far as people, like famous people in it. Uh huh. And I think we'll probably, I'm not going to go through like the whole list. I think we'll just talk about who's in it, like as we happen upon them, because a bunch of the people don't even come in until later episodes. Right. Um, but the two main characters are, um, Josh Skinner, who is play, who is an orthopedic surgeon played by Keegan, oh my God, Keegan Michael Key, 
Not who... Keenan Thompson. No, I'm, I had SNL on the brain. I, I said Kegel. No, no, I'm, I, I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah, you did. I'm saying not Keenan Thompson because that's, yeah. um, that's, that weirdly is something he gets confused with a lot because, you know, they're nothing alike. I mean, they have like some of the same letters, but like, And anyway. both come from sketch comedy, but that's a whole other. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Keegan Michael Key, who we love, hilarious. Mm-hmm. And um, Melissa Gimble is an OBGYN who is played by Cecily Strong from Saturday Night Live. And mm-hmm. I I like everything she does on Saturday Night Live pretty much. I do too, yeah. Um, uh, my, the, the one thing I put in my notes was, is our friend Claire actually <laughs> Chris Hemsworth? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I really, she used to do Weekend Update, and she was one of the best at it, but she stopped doing it because she wanted to be in sketches, and the people who do Weekend Update are usually not in sketches. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. And so, the it's uh, Josh and Melissa, and they are a couple from New York City who are having relationship problems, so they decide to go on a couple's retreat, and I don't think this is a spoiler. I mean, well, I'm pretty sure, well, maybe, I mean... Mom will probably listen and she hasn't seen it, but um, it's in all the trailers and the synopses, 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 Mm -hmm. but they find themselves trapped inside a musical. What? Ah, spoiler. Oh, spoiler. The whole, I don't think you can call the premise of the show a spoiler. (laughs) That's true. I know it's, it's hard to judge what's a spoiler. It's like Seinfeld's a show about nothing. Spoiler! Oh my god, why did you say that? <laughs> okay, so each episode is named after one of the songs in the episode, and each, like, they're 30 minutes long, and they each, each episode only has three songs, I think, mm-hmm. or three main songs. And the first episode is appropriately called Schmigadoon. Wow. So... I am going to do something crazy, which is start talking about the, the like episode. Usually I talk, feel like I talk for much longer before we actually start talking about the show. Yeah. We need more um, background on like yeah. Keegan Michael Key. <laughs> well, actually, like... he did, they did do a, they did do a parody of, uh, of the end of Les Mis or the end of the first act of Les Mis on Key and Peele with like everybody singing. They just kept throwing people into it. Uh-huh. You know how like the thing everybody's singing yeah. at the same time, so they they did a parody of it where like like tons and tons of people just keep singing and adding to the song over each other. That's funny. I like any kind of Les Mis parody. They're usually funny. Okay. Anyway. Anywho. Anywho, episode one. At the beginning of the episode, we see we first see how josh and melissa meet and Mm -hmm. there's a couple of like flashback they do some flashbacking um throughout the whole throughout the series so they're in schmigadoon and then we see like their life flashbacks to their life to get some more background on like their relationship and who they are and um i mentioned before they're both doctors so they meet at the hospital and yep and it looks like it's like the middle of the night and they're both very tired and 
Melissa, I, I, I like the whole time I was writing this, I kept writing Cecily. <laughs> I don't, you know, I watched the whole show and it's still weird to me that her name is Melissa. It's just a weird, like, yeah, I mean, I, it's a, it's a normal it's a, name, mm-hmm. but it, it's a weird, like nobody in a musical is named Melissa. I, yeah. I keep wanting to say, Josh. Uh, yeah, true. I keep wanting to say Vanessa. Oh, we could call her Vanessa. That would be really confusing. Okay. So, um, Melissa is getting candy out of a vending machine and it gets stuck. And Mm -hmm. Josh tells her to kick the vending machine. And she's like, whatever. But she does it anyway. And all the, like, all the candy comes out of the machine. Mm -hmm. That was my favorite scene because there was a lot of Skittles. Yeah. There was a lot of different variety of candy in that vending mm-hmm. machine. And, like, their eyes meet. And, like, I mean, like, that's how people fall in love, like, at vending machines. Mm-hmm. And with a bunch of, <laughs> with an absurd amount of candy. Basically stealing two doctors with, you know, very rich doctors stealing a bunch of candy from a vending machine. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it, that's how it goes. And then there's, like, a montage of their relationship. And... I think one of the one of the key things in that little montage was um, like it's kind of building up to their relationship problems Um, and like it shows their one year anniversary and it's like a good a good anniversary like he brings her or he has them come out with the dessert plate at the restaurant and they open it up and like all this candy falls out Um, and then but then we see like a couple of other scenes and then there's one that that I thought was the key scene, which is where like they're in bed watching TV and there's a musical, like an old musical on the TV. And Melissa, like, it's like pointing to it. Like, look, look, look at them. Look at the musical. And look uh, at the moving pictures. (laughs) And he puts a pillow over his head and like goes to sleep. So I, um, think that he would not be listening to this podcast no i i do like there is a there's a point and it's going to be later but i think it described him very well as he said he became a surgeon so he could help people without having to talk to them yeah yes yes which i feel Um, that i feel that a lot yeah so there's like some on-screen text to move time uh so it's like one year later time yes that's what i was trying to think i couldn't get (laughs) um so it's like three or three and a half years later and then we see them in the woods and i'm guessing it's probably like the catskills since they're in new york or Mm -hmm. they're from new york and they are going on a couple's backpacking retreat thing and there's this little hippie couple and they give each of the couples a heart-shaped stone with their name carved in it, which I thought was, like, really extra. <laughs> yeah, like, <I> mean... <laughs> carving into stone, like, a name. And they all look, like, perfect. Uh-huh. And they're all heart They're all, like, exactly heart Perfectly shaped, shaped hearts, yeah. Y- you don't know how much they made for that couple's retreat. Because, remember, they're both doctors. They're, yeah, yeah. And he's a surgeon. Yeah. Um, so, anyway. So, then... Um, we switch to we see them in the woods and it's like it's pouring down rain and Melissa is getting upset because one of the things that the 
hippie couple told them was like to give your part, give your partner your heart every day. And it's like symbolic. And she gets upset because she gave Josh her heart stone or she thinks she did. That's kind of key. That's kind of key. Yeah. Stick a pin in there and then never remember it's there. (laughs) Yeah. Hold hold it for a couple of weeks. (laughs) And um, she thinks she gave it to him and he lost it. So they're having a fight in the rain because she thinks he just doesn't care. And then in the middle of fighting, they hear church bells. And that, that, that scene is kind of funny because he's, he's just like, do you, hear, do you hear church bells? And she's like, yes, I hear church bells. Or no, what is, oh no, she, she says. She goes, she goes, do you hear that? Too? You hear the church bells too? And he says something like, do you often hear church bells and yeah. nobody else does? Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. So, um. They hear the church bells and they start going towards them and they, I'm, I'm assuming that it's so they can get under some sort of cover because just like going towards church bells is like kind of weird, but, um, civilizations there. Yeah. And so they start going towards them and they see a bridge that's like really, really, really foggy and they go over the bridge and when they come on the other side, some movie magic has happened and they are totally dry and the sun is shining and they look up and see a sign for uh Schmigadoon population 167 and they come down uh, the hill towards the town and there's like a town square and they see like a bunch of people there and they're all dressed like old timey I, I, what what period is this this is like it's like ragtime era I know but what is that like that's like that's like in friends when when Ross is like do you know any other time periods and she's like your <laughs> olden days it, i feel like it was um i, I want to say like 1890s yeah because they don't because like you uh it's not in this one but like in another one when he says something about the movies and then uh the kid's like what is that and he's like I think he does say, like, the moving pictures. <laughs> he does. He does. And I, I will say that there's a little bit, they're, they're a little loose. I mean, because it's, it's a parody. So they're a little yeah. loose with it because there's definitely a, a car later. Oh, um, yeah. And yeah. Nazis. So, um... <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, they combine a few things. Yeah. So, anyway, they come down. There's people dressed in, like, anywhere from 1890s to 19. 19- 40s <laughs> and the um as they walk in the first song starts which um they start hearing uh, Josh and Melissa start hearing music from like around them and they're looking at each other like what is happening and this is this is pretty much like the traditional first song of a musical where they introduce all the characters and like 
they I think they start singing and then like this clip is in all the all the trailers but um Josh says what is happening and Melissa says it must be something they do for tourists like Colonial Williamsburg (laughs) 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 and she's like super into it because she loves musicals and he's like oh my god and it's I mean like it's a whole cast of people there's tons of people and um they're singing about Spigadoon and one of my like I think my favorite like description of Schmigadoon was that the air is sweet like a macaroon mm-hmm. and then also another great uh description was that the trees are tall <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and um okay so in the song they introduce almost all the characters um like i said earlier some of them don't even show up until a few episodes later so um we'll just talk about who's in this one but we will okay and so the first (laughs) the first person that's introduced is school marm which i love marm school marm that that comes up later because he asked about that word (laughs) school marm emma tate and (laughs) it's funny because they are like up to this point uh they're just sitting there watching and like melissa's like oh this is so fun and then like the description of emma tate is that she's still unmarried at 28 Uh and then at that that's like the first point that she's like wait what (laughs) and so Emma Tate is played by Ariana DeBose, who makes this very easy to rate on our Miranda scale. Uh-huh. <laughs> as, <laughs> as she was in both Hamilton and Bring It On the Musical. Indeed. So. I, I wonder if she was ever in, I, I've never looked, was she ever in any In the Heights production? I don't, I don't remember. I don't I mean I can't I maybe. Anyway. We've got so six then, more episodes to cover to figure that out. Yeah, we'll find out. Okay, so then there is Farmer McDonough, who is your basic farmer with a gun. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's such like a stereotypical character, like the prote- the father farmer, he's protective of his daughters. He has a I gun. Think- I think most of the characters are stereotypical on purpose. Yeah, no, I know. And um, his oldest daughter, Betsy, is played by Dove Cameron. And I'm sure you don't know who she is. but No idea. Okay, She's the one that plays Betsy. That's what I've seen her in. So she was in The Descendants, which I don't know if you know what that is either. Nope. Okay. It is a, like fairly recent Disney musical franchise and it's about um the children of Disney villains. Huh. I've watched it all and I very much enjoy it. So it's um, like Teen Titans except Disney yeah, villains. Yes. No, exactly. And um she plays the daughter of um Maleficent. And um what's interesting is that Maleficent in in that series is played by Kristen Chenoweth who is in this she's also in everything yeah like really okay so 
then we, we see a character and I really want to like do the voice, but I'm not going to, but it's a little kid and <laughs> he has a very extreme lisp and he pops up just like in the middle of the screen and he's like, it's the mayor. <laughs> And like before, like before, like the mayor starts singing, and then he does it again in a second when he's like, "It's Mrs. Layton." <laughs> it's so funny. Okay, so then we meet the mayor Schmigadoon, and he's played by Alan Cumming, who is in virtually everything. Mm-hmm. And I, I know him from. I mean, I know he's a big like Broadway person, but he's also, and I mean, okay, he's I in joke, tons of things, movies, I know, TV, and I, Broadway. I joke that there's a bunch of X Men in this, but the um the thing that I really was thinking about is I see him all the time. I don't remember if it's Downton Abbey or if he does the mysteries on um, Masterpiece, but he does one of the Masterpiece I introductions. Oh uh, yeah, he does. I remember. So he um so there's a pretty uh big clue here because his character's <laughs> name is um Mayor Minlove and I'm not joking when I watched this for the first time I literally was thinking I've never heard of anybody with that last name like I didn't get it <laughs> <laughs> I was like I was like that's an interesting last name I don't know anybody with that last name like that's what my thought was (laughs) oh you sweet summer child (laughs) (laughs) okay so yeah so then we meet Mayor Minlove and then the kid pops up and he goes it's Miss Layton (laughs) so um Kristen (laughs) Kristen Chenoweth plays Margaret Layton um who i mean i feel if you're listening to this podcast like you know who christian Chenoweth is but if somehow you don't <laughs> you're turning it to a broadway podcast don't like she that's she like Lin-Manuel not knowing miranda, right they're the big, they're the big two yeah you know right. she Lin-Manuel, Manuel miranda and adele dazim and two of those are from the same musical so <laughs> yes yeah pretty much i mean like she's one of the most mainstream broadway people that people know off actually actually alan cummings probably the fourth one of that like quad quadrad the the mount rushmore post 2000 (laughs) okay so um she plays margaret layton who is the wife of the reverend who is played by fred armison who I actually forgot was in this until I got to this point and I just read his name. But I don't think he sings at any point in this. I think he does the talky singing thing. He does the Fred Armisen, like, very low-key Fred Armisen. You know, yes. the, the that character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, we know he can sing because he did the, the Kristen Wig thing on SNL where they they made up the songs as they went. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. But I don't think he actually sings at any point. Or if he does, it's like a talking, singing kind of mm-hmm. thing. Okay. So, Christian Chen with her lines, this pretty much is kind of her MO. Her lines here are um, 
if Schmigadoon is to endure, it must be kept pristine and pure. This land on which our fathers trod must ever obey the laws of God. So those are her feelings. Mm-hmm. And okay, I think that's all the people they introduce in the song. Um, and it's just, again, your basic intro song. But there was a little, there was a line at the end, which I didn't catch um the first time around I caught it the second time around Mm -hmm. but um so uh, I didn't mention this before but like if you haven't seen it there's it's it's so very classical musical where there's couples of people there's like I don't know how many I mean maybe there were like eight to ten of each like eight to ten women eight to ten men and then they all dance together and then sing back and forth kind of thing and um there's one part at the very end where the men say where a man can dream dream so big and wide and then the woman's line is and a gal can ever be by his side <laughs> <laughs> so they're doing a little a little pokey at the at the times there uh-huh okay so when the song is over melissa loves it she's like yay yay and <laughs> Josh is like, okay, we're leaving. And the mayor, Mayor Minlove, comes over and, um, <laughs> oh, this is, I was like, what did I write here? This totally reminded me of you because Josh says, <laughs> he says, oh God, please don't make me interact with the performers. <laughs> yeah, I really, I really felt that. <laughs> And um, the mayor invites them to stay at the town inn. And um, Kristen Chenoweth, who, gosh, Mrs. Layton, butts in and she's like, basically like, I don't like that they're not married. Like, that's not okay with me. And then um, Melissa and Josh are kind of or Josh is like, I want to leave. And Melissa's like, let's just stay. We've been sleeping on the ground for like X number of days. Let's sleep in a inn for like tonight. Mm-hmm. And so they agree to go. And Kristen Chinwith is probably just what I'm going to call her instead of Mrs. Layton. Okay. <laughs> she uh, comes in and deliberately tells the innkeeper that they have to stay in two rooms. Like, because it's the town rules. And this is 1890 or whatever. And, but as they are walking towards the inn, um, this is when we meet Aaron Tveit's character. And um, this is like the reason I'm like low-key obsessed with Aaron Tveit. (laughs) So this is like what made me want to watch this show. But he is described as my favorite word. A rapscallion. Rapscallion. <laughs> and his character's name is Danny Bailey, um, the town rapscallion. And he is a carnival barker. And his character is based on Billy Bigelow, who is the main character of Carousel. And he is also a carnival barker, which it's just a really weird profession. It like, is. Because you're not even a carny. You're like 
you're just standing out in the street yelling at people to come over. Also, he's not very good at his job because nobody's ever at that carnival. I know. Well, that's what I was going to say in just a minute. Like, when she goes back, there is no one there. It's like 7 p.m. <laughs> okay, sorry. I got ahead of myself. So, they um, go to the innkeeper and he tells them that it's going to be a dollar for two rooms. <laughs> and trying the whistle. <laughs> and I love. Um, uh, what Josh says here, he like pulls out a dollar out of his wallet and he's like straightening it out and he go- he's like, here's your dollar for two rooms. <laughs> it's like, it's really funny. And so they go up to their rooms and then like Josh apologizes for being like poo-poo about I guess not being as excited about in this cute little town as Melissa is and he has another funny line right before they go into their separate rooms but he says I just wish all these people would die is that so wrong (laughs) that's so wrong (laughs) (laughs) and so Melissa tells him that she wants to go to the tunnel of love at the carnival that they had walked by and they agree to meet at 7 p.m and she waits in her room until 7:20 and then she's like she goes across the hall and finds that he's fallen asleep and so she goes down to the carnival by herself and this is where i wrote that there's literally nobody there it's 7 p.m. and it's light outside yeah and the only person there is Danny Bailey the carnival barker and Sorry, she's stallion slash rapscallion and she's talking to him and my favorite thing he says to her is do you have a feller (laughs) (laughs) and she she responds like yes i have a feller (laughs) 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 and then um then he asks her something else i can't remember what it is but she says what was the question again and then he all of a sudden just burst out, um, like, are you trying to make me fall for you? And she's like, wait, what? What are you talking about? Because <laughs> she just she didn't say anything like that at all. And then you can hear the music for her song, for his song, like, coming in. And she's kind of, like, looking around, like, what's going on? Because at this point, they don't know they're in a musical. No, they they think they're in like she said Colonial Williamsburg, but yeah, we've been to Colonial Williamsburg. There's we nothing like this. No, <laughs> we we didn't we didn't pay the admission, so maybe that's part of the like admitted part of Colonial Williamsburg. But... I don't know. So um, yeah. So Danny Danny has I think maybe he has a couple of songs. Um, but this is his first song, and it's called "You Can't Tame Me," which um Melissa is like. Oh, like we start singing. She's like, "Oh, a private show," uh-huh. <laughs> and I think the song's pretty self-explanatory for um, a rap scallion character. And I mean, you can't tame me. And the song is—it's honestly a really good song. Like, I really like it. And I think pr- pretty much all the songs are actually like pretty true to classic Broadway songs like 
I think most of them almost are. all of them all almost I can think of at least one <laughs> I can think of at least one too although that one is so obvious what it's parody yes it's yes. like yeah but yeah anyway so the song he's saying you can't tame me like there there are all these women that I ran away from and whatever and but then he gets to the little breakdown at the end and um he says but if anyone could it'd be someone like you and then he's like really close to her to her and they almost kiss but then he like breaks away and they start dancing or he starts dancing and he holds out his hand to her and she she says something I can't even remember what she says but he says it's this is another funny thing he says let's let our bodies do the talking and her response was just like such a Cecily strong answer she says well technically our mouths are part of our bodies (laughs) 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 and um is this this oh go ahead I'll I'll wait till you is no, this no, a no. song where he mentions the thing about having a boy for yes, me? That was, and a, yes. Okay. Yes, that Go was ahead. the next thing I was going to say. Go ahead. Yeah. So he, after he says that um, if anybody could tame her, tame him, it would be someone like her. He gets in, he goes on like a little spiel about what their life would look like. And he says, we'd have a kid or two or three, two girls for you and two boys for me. And she said, she says, shouldn't all the kids be for both of us? (laughs) 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 Yeah. It's, it's just really funny. And then, um, but then at the end of the song, he's like, but that'll never happen because you'll never tame me. And when the song is done, she's like, that was a really good song. And he's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, the song, the one you just sang me. And he's like, I didn't sing a song. And so then this is where she's kind of like, okay, I'm going to go. Which is um, which is weird because later Mayor Menlove straight up admits that he's like, she asks if something's a reprise and he's he just nods like, yes, it is. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> after she finds out that it's a musical. True. This is before. This is the before time. This is before. Okay, so then we cut to the next morning, and it is um, Josh and um, Melissa, and they're eating breakfast at, I guess, probably what's the only restaurant in this town. Mm-hmm. And Josh is apologizing. Well, oh, I'm getting here. Josh okay. is apologizing for falling asleep, and um, the waitress Betsy, the um daughter of the farmer with the gun is the waitress at the restaurant and she is i read that she is based on a character from oklahoma um i haven't seen oklahoma i haven't either no i do know that hugh jackman was in it who was in x2 with alan cumming (laughs) yeah but um, her character, Betsy's character, is based, like, directly on character from that. It's, I don't know if it's Adu Annie or Ado Annie, if I'm, whichever one it is. I'm sorry for saying the wrong one. If, it, if it's from, if it's from Oklahoma, which is from, like, what, the 50s? Uh-huh. 
it's going to be a do. A do. Okay. So she's described as a, uh, the character in Oklahoma is described as a flirtatious, flirtatious, gullible young woman. And when I was reading about her, there is a whole scene in the next episode of this that is based on the character. And, and we'll talk about that in the next episode. Um, so she comes out and she tells them that they're lucky because today they've got their world famous corn pudding. Tell me, what's that? Yeah. That's what Melissa says. Corn pudding. It's funny because she repeats it as corn pudding. She doesn't say, she doesn't say corn pudding. She says corn pudding. What is that? And then, um, they could hear the song starting to start around that starting to start the song starting to start (laughs) they can hear the song starting around them and josh is like you did it you started another song and um this is actually we agreed this was the best song i think (laughs) (laughs) and i'm sad for anybody listening or who watched um the show and doesn't actually know what corn pudding is because it is so good and it's also not the recipe that they described. Yeah. That is, so that we, is a very poor way to make corn, we, make corn food. Yeah. So, like, they say, so the, the song is literally, um, like, it's the girls and the guys again. And it's, like, the guys are saying, like, my gal likes corn pudding. And, like, the girls go, my, my guy likes corn pudding. But if he wants my recipe, he's going to have to marry me. And then... They're just talking about corn pudding. And then, um, but yeah, they say you put the corn in the pudding and the pudding in the bowl. That's just not how you make no, it. No, It's like, <laughs> we were talking, corn pudding is like, it, it sounds gross when you describe it this way, but when you have it, it's really good. But it's, it's kind of like a gooey cornbread. Yeah, no, it, it, it like literally is because you it's... use cornbread mix and yeah. corn. Yeah, but it's cream corn, isn't it? That's kind of well, what no. gives it both. Well, you put both. You put cream corn. Well, I, you know what? I'm just going to share well, my corn pudding recipe. Welcome, welcome to Corncast. I would <laughs> say if you if if you did host the second podcast, it would probably be corn based. So I'm just going to, you know what? I'm just going to share my corn pudding recipe. Maybe corn. this will get us some more listens. <laughs> corn corner. <laughs> corner. This is the corn corner. Okay, so you take a box of Jiffy cornbread mix. And uh-huh. then you have a can of cream corn and a can of regular corn uh-huh. drained. Uh-huh. And then you have, a, oh crap, maybe a stick of butter. You could put a stick of butter in there. It won't hurt. And no, then, I'm sure somebody <laughs> has put a stick of butter in there. And then you put one of those little tiny um, jar or like cups of sour cream. But uh-huh. my... Actually, I'm not going to say my secret recipe. <laughs> you put a little tiny cup of sour cream, then you stir it all together, and then you put it in the oven. And uh-huh. um, I want to say it's for 350 for like uh, maybe 40, 40 minutes. Uh-huh. It's delicious. So you would say that you don't put the corn in the pudding? Mm-mm, no. But then you put the bowl in the belly because it's good for the soul true so that part's well also why would you eat a bowl that's true i don't unless it's soup in a bread bowl 
a boo-boo. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> so then there's a breakdown in the song, and all the townspeople are, like, looking over at them, and Melissa is like, I think they want us to take a verse. And Josh says, I'm not singing, and you're not singing. And she, <laughs> she's like, oh, come on, let's do it. And then, so... So she just stands up and she starts singing and her line, this is, this is really funny. I love it. Um, But she sings, never had corn pudding. And then like, after everything she says, Josh says something pretty much, but she says, never had corn pudding. And Josh is like, why? (laughs) 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 And she, and then her next line isn't. And it may be a waste, but if you've got some extra, <laughs> and, and he he goes extra, <laughs> it's 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 good. And um, her last thing she says, I sure would like a taste. And then she said, like, then the song ends pretty pretty close to after she sing, she's singing and she's like, that was so weird. Like, I just started singing and it was like I knew what the words were. They just, like, came to me. Worked and um, Josh, like, as soon as the song's over, Josh is like, we're leaving because <laughs> you and the town, the whole town just spent the last five minutes talking about corn pudding. And then there, and then like somebody hears them and goes corn pudding, and then they like start, (laughs) and they start to sing the song again. So they leave, and they have all their stuff, and they're walking back up the hill um, to where the bridge was that they came on, came in on, Mm -hmm. and surprise, something's amiss here. They. I know they walk over that's at the end of the series that's it the end um so they walk over the bridge and it's like the exact same scene on both sides like they look one way and there's schmigadoon and they look other the other way at schmigadoon and melissa's like it must be mad like magic or something and josh is like it's not magic it's like a trick bridge (laughs) 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 she's like a trick bridge what would that even be (laughs) um so then a leprechaun appears as one does (laughs) and the leprechaun is played by martin short who i'm honestly glad this is his only like his literally his only scene because i'm not really a big martin short fan not either He's yeah. I'm just. He was a good leprechaun here, though. I I really can't imagine anybody else being this leprechaun. No. Um. So he has a little. Um. I mean, it's a it's a song, but it's essentially a riddle. Um. And it is once ye have entered Schmigadoon, tis true you won't be leaving soon. Within its borders, ye are bound until at last true love ye found. <laughs> But till you find it, you must stay. I didn't realize you was in this so much. Where, but till you find it, you must stay. Where life's a musical every day. And he he like poofs into thin air, and Josh goes, "Was that a leprechaun?" <laughs> <laughs> and 
this is uh, pretty obvious that this is where they figure out that if they are not, they are in fact not in a tourist attraction and that they are in an actual musical. And so they both, they're both like, wait, what did he, what did he say? Like, what, I don't, what did he say? And um, Melissa's like, until it, he said something about, you can't leave until you find true love. And she's like, well, I love you. Do you love me? And he's like, yeah. And they're like, okay, let's try again because maybe we didn't know the rules. And maybe now that we know the rules, we can leave. And they walk over the bridge again and nothing happens. Oh, uh oh. And that is where the episode ends. And yes, that's the end of episode one. And I was really pleased with this whole series. Um, so I definitely definitely recommend catching up on it and stay tuned for the next episode. It might be more than one episode. We might do like two and three or two, three, four, or we might not. <laughs> we might not. We might do an entirely different. That probably no, won't happen. No, no. I just mean like it might be just episode two. Or it might be two and three. I mean, I wanted to do it in, like, just three parts, but I just couldn't get it all out. Yeah. But, I mean, we uh, have almost an hour on one episode. The, our our episode is longer than... I mean, yeah. I mean, who knows what it'll be after I edit it. I mean, but we're giving all the deets. True. But thanks for listening, and we will catch you back here to talk about episode two and maybe three four five six of schmigadoon yay